welcome to lunch plus Monday morning at our new time. Guys, thanks so much for oh. being on with us at our brand new time. I forgot that it's not <laughs> 11.45, it's 11.30. It's sure not. It's like a time warp right now. That's it's 11.30 a.m. And we are so excited to be here with y'all. I'm Barrett and... I'm Buddy, Whoa. as you can see right there. Yep, B squared. And when it's pastor, it's B cubed. Nobody enjoys that except for me, but I That's really do. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, whatever. Well, welcome. We have a good broadcast <laughs> for you today. Uh, first up, we have on our broadcast today, we have Food Mash. This is going to be interesting because Barrett found some interesting stuff on the internet that she ordered and is going to be consumed today. I'm excited Ooh. about this one, especially because I'm not <laughs> participating. After Food Mesh, we have What's Good. Abby's going to tell you what's good, uh, what's going good in the world. Uh, after that, we have a time of confessions, followed by What's the Word. We got Brother Tracy in the house. It's going to be a good day. It's going to yeah, be awesome. It is. Yeah, it is. I'm really excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Last night was powerful in it. In and of oh, itself, so. Y'all, I, for those of you who don't know or She just, just chugged a whole cup of coffee. That's also true. <laughs> Not what I was going to say, but Oh, because you just went, oh, yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Um, Brother Tracy Harris mm -hmm. is here with us at Boomerang. Yeah. He's going to be here tonight and tomorrow night at 6.30 p.m. If you can join us, mm -hmm. join us. If mm -hmm. you can get here, get here. <laughs> like, watching online is fine, and, and God honors that but if you have a way to get here in person these are it's important so be here yeah. it's gonna be so good yeah plus he's here he's gonna be here for the broadcast the today. next couple of days too so he's yeah. gonna be there today it's gonna be awesome <laughs> I'm excited. I'm super excited. Side note, guys, buddy, as I was, look, I was chugging my coffee because I don't want to do product placement. And as I was like drinking it very fast, buddy was secretly hoping I started to twitch. So if like my eye starts going, that's all it is. It's, it's that, just caffeine. That's all it is. She's fine. It's she fine. It's cool. Drank I'm, a lot of coffee. All I'm at good. the same time. I'm good. <laughs> Well, as you guys know, it is family chat time, the time where we hang out with y'all and get to find out more about who you are. And here's what's awesome about family chat is we love getting to bless you guys. And so the person that helps us get to 100 comments the fastest, who's not physically in the room with us right now, the person who helps us get there quickest gets a gift card on us. So let's dive right in with family chat today and i believe this is a travel edition ah. these are like traveling questions so we've got a theme going question number one pool or beach did we do this last time i think so or is it pool or sea i think it's a pool or sea so this is a completely different question super different <laughs> not the same at all not but the same at all 100 <laughs> percent actually 1000 percent pool what there's no Whoa. sand that gets in your ears and your mouth and every crack and crevice of your body and your shoes and are your you socks. Are you eating sand? Um, are you scraping your ear against Have you sand? ever gone to a beach and then like four hours later you're just sitting there all of a sudden just crunch, crunch, crunch in your mouth? No. Because you get sand? No. No? Is that just me? <laughs> Maybe I don't know how to go to the beach. Are you like licking your toys <laughs> no. like when you're there? Like. Uh, I'm a man, so I don't take toys to the beach pool, with me. Pool, pool, beach, 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 beach. I would just like to say one of the one. You, oh wait, beach, 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 beach. Never mind. <laughs> I thought you were reading Pastor Nicole's beach, beach, beach no, no. as part of your. Um, 
Okay. I, okay, so I think Pastor Nicole wants to know why is Buddy eating the beach and rubbing his <laughs> ear in the sand? It just what the world wants to that's, know. It's just what happens. Nope. The, I, am I the nope. only one who, who, like, sand gets everywhere? Like, sand gets everywhere, but I'm not eating it. Like I don't like, eat I don't eat sand like a like a dog. <laughs> or have you ever seen those videos where a dog like runs on a beach and starts eating the sand yes. and he's like oh, ah this is the worst. Yeah, I don't do that, but somehow it just gets everywhere and that's why the beach is not fun. I me. enjoy when you start to get aggressive with your stances. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so last week just I think the question people are thinking I'm weird. That's all. <laughs> Last week, I think the question was, would you rather swim in the sea or in the pool? Uh, now, if we're talking vacation, I want to be at the beach. Like, the sand is part of it. I don't love the sand, but I would prefer the sand to sitting on the cement, like, by a pool with chlorine and, like, everybody else. Like, I don't know. Everyone else is at the beach, too. Yeah, but it's different. I'm not contained at the beach. Like, I mean, in theory, well, I am because there are borders, but I can't see them all. What if it's your own personal pool? Because I grew up, we had a pool in our backyard. Well, weren't you fancy? So, like, <laughs> like I would come home after like soccer practice, and I would, I wouldn't even take off my clothes. I'd just jump in, and it was awesome. I, I can visualize this. Um, okay, so, so Becca nice. and Johnny both say that eating the sand apparently happens to them too. So you're not alone. You have the youth team behind Thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, but yeah. I agree with Miss Patricia. The beach is my happy place. I grew up in Maine. Beaches in Maine are rocks. Like, that's, <laughs> okay. it's, it's a lake. Well, that, that's what beaches anywhere are. It's just how big are But the they're rocks. not as granulated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number two. What is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten on a vacation? Serena and I, when we went... I think it was either when we went to Botswana or we, when, when we went to um, the Bahamas, we did have cow tongue. Hmm. And What's that, that like? Not the best. <laughs> <laughs> is it really gamey? Like, is it stringy or chewy or? It's chewy. Ew. Yeah. That's, That's gross. It's like exactly the texture that you would think it would be. <laughs> gross. <laughs> Which is not nice. Um, Abby says alligator tail. I've had alligator. That's good. No. Becca said for Buddy, maybe sand. <laughs> I don't appreciate that. Priscilla but. says snails. Rachel says clams. There is a wonderful, wonderful video or picture of Rachel when she ate the clam. Mm. She is basically throwing up in the picture. It's pretty oh, great. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Um, Jade <laughs> says, I ate rabbit. That was a lot for me, and it tasted so good, and that mm. makes me sad. Miss Dixie <laughs> says shark. Shark is good. Mm -hmm. Priscilla says cow tongue is so good. I think someone didn't cook it properly for you, buddy. I'd, okay. I'm gonna that could just, be the case. I'm just going to trust you that it's good. I don't want to eat that. Um, <laughs> Pastor Nicole says nothing weird that I can remember. I have eaten alligator tail. So this was not on vacation. This is one of George's favorite things about me that he likes to bring up to mock. Um, I was in Jamaica on a mission trip once. And I, like, we stayed at this pastor's house, and it was so wonderful. And Jamaica was just a different different culture and climate for for us. And so the very last night, they wanted to honor the team that had gone ahead and built stuff. And they served us this meal, and I'm eating the meat. And I realized that the little dogs that had been around that week were not around anymore because they cooked us the dogs. 
So I've eaten dog. I've eaten dog. That's, that's the weirdest thing I've eaten. I'm getting lots of looks, but I didn't know. <laughs> so that's, with the amount of that's love. That's inhuman. It was. It was dog. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, um, oh, but for as man. much as I love dogs, the fact that I've also eaten one pleases George now, to the like question the degree. Is, what did it taste like? Like really stringy. Like Was it good? I don't remember it being good, okay. but I, I mean, I'm not cooking Fido at home now. <laughs> you know what I want? I want a dachshund. That sounds great. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Yeah, so no. Um, Hot dogs. Okay, next question. Man, how long of a consecutive time have you spent in a car? Like without brakes, without getting gas? Um, I mean, I think like, you're going to answer. Question? How, I We're guess how long out. have you gone driving for a road trip? Well, we can do it that way. Last year, um, at the beginning of the year, my wife and I, her cousin, Joni. Joni! Um, and my sister, her husband, my other sister, her husband, and my, there's a lot of people I'm learning now, um, and uh, my best man, was. we all got in a 15-passenger van and drove to the Grand Canyon from... Pittsburgh. That's cool. So that was, I think, forty-five hours. Wow, that has there, me beat. and then we, and then we flew back. So yeah, that has me beat. I the longest that I've been in a car was when I drove here from Maine, um, mm -hmm. and that was uh, like twenty hours, something okay. like that. So you have me, you have me beat double. Uh, Priscilla says five or six hours straight on a two-day drive from North Carolina to Texas. Kevin says, 27 hours at one clip without getting out. I have a lot of concern. Um, I have questions. Um, Joni said that mm. you're triple. Joni! Joni, mm. hi, Joni. See, um, here, here's the best part of that trip, though. I mean, you get all these people, especially family, in, like, one vehicle on a 45-hour drive. Did you super bond? No, well, yeah, but <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I prayed every morning, Lord, let us love each other by the Amen. end of the day. And we did. That's that's a that's a that's sign a testimony Jesus, right there. That you can sure. add that to what's good today. For sure. Buddy's Buddy's family is united and strong. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Next question. In your opinion, what is the most beautiful place on earth? Do I have to have been there? I don't think so. Okay. Nope. Well, out of the places I have been, I will say Victoria Falls in uh, Zimbabwe. Oh! That's, um, it's like five or six um, Niagara Falls. You know, wow. it's, it's one of the seven wonders of the world. Wow. Um, and we, Serena and I, we went on a helicopter tour over top of it. That's really it cool. It was well worth it. That's really, really cool. It was awesome. I, I don't know, like I, on my most beautiful thus far that I know of, I really want to go to the national parks that I had us go through the other day. <laughs> and you're top ten. I want to go to Zion. I want to go to Zion National Park. So that for me is one that I think is super pretty, but I'm not 100% sure. I'm sure there are prettier things. Like, I really want to go see Ireland. Ireland mm. looks beautiful in pictures. Wherever they recorded Lord of the Rings. Yes. I want to go. <laughs> I want to go there. I want to go to Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> not there. <laughs> 
Okay, That's... we have the Swiss Alps. Those are super pretty for sure. Johnny says. Swiss Alps? Uh, what did Johnny say after that? What or is Suda Baycrete? Crete, I'm assuming. Did, did you in just Suda, speak in tongues Probably online? Suda Bay in Crete, which is an island. I, Crete. sure. What? Like, it's, it's, you know how Italy's a boot? I think and that. Crete is the, where the, what the boot's kicking. I thought you just said it like a Canadian. You know how Italy's a boot? A boot? <laughs> no. <laughs> Italy is a boot. Uh, Eo wants to go to Paris. Pastor Nicole says that for her, where she's been is Hawaii. On Earth, she hasn't been to all of Earth yet. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, Abby says New Zealand is beautiful. Yeah, there are so many cool places that I want to go see. I, oh my goodness, I don't know. There are a lot. But yeah. we are going to be able to hang with us this week and talk about your favorite travel destinations, travel things. We're going to find out, again, how you guys like to travel and hang out. But right now, we are about to hop into our first official segment of the day. We are kicking it off this week with our new lineup with Food Mash coming at you on Monday. We're not in the middle of the week anymore. It's Monday. First thing, let's do this. Food Mash. It's going to be so good. Take this time. Go ahead and share the broadcast mm -hmm. because it's going to be such a good one. As oh, we said earlier, yeah. we have Brother Tracy Harris on with us today. It's going to be so good. Take the next couple seconds. Share the broadcast if you haven't done it yet. And buckle up for Food Mash Candy Edition. Bum, bum, bum. We'll be back on the other side of this video. Super excited to be here with you today. As you know, for those of you who are longtime viewers of the show, here is what Food Mash is about. We take two unexpected items and we find out if they taste good together. And today, we're going to find out if some interesting things taste good together. But here's what we've got coming up for you with today's lineup. Right now, it is Food Mash. We're going to be doing this for the next 10 minutes, followed by What's Good with the one and only Abby, right? And after What's Good, we're going to have a time of confessions with Buddy. We're going to speak the word of God, and they are, oh, we're so excited to see them come to pass. And then What's the Word with Pastor Brian and Brother Tracy Harris? He is in studio with us today, and we're honored to have him be with us. But right now, buckle up, because it's food mash time. Okay, so we are back today with Abby and the one and only Kevin Buck. Bucky, if you will. Bucky. <laughs> he informed me this morning I need to start calling him Bucky. So even though I feel disrespectful... 
I'm going to start calling it's, him Bucky. It's well, really, it really comes down to some practicality here. We, got, we have literally three people named Kevin in the room right now. So. Out of like the yeah. nine people that are in here, maybe it's three of them to call are Kevin. Bucky, then Mr. Kevin, and then we're all wondering who it is. So for those of you watching, you can call him Bucky as well. Bucky. Here's here's what we're doing today. Last week, I decided to take a cue from Buddy and his The Price is Right inspiration. And I did an internet deep dive of some candy because as you guys know, Halloween's coming around. Often candy is given out around that time. And so we're going to test to see if all candy is created equal and if all candy is good. Nope. Um, but it's really unique candy. So the very first one that we are going to do today, if you want to put it up on the screen, is dun dun dun. Oh, we're starting off strong is what we're doing. Oh man. Clamdy canes. So these are candy canes, but clam flavored. So it's it's in honor of kind of Christmas. Here, Thank we you. opened these before the broadcast started so that we didn't try them. You're watching us try them live, but so that way you didn't hear the wrapping wrinkle on, smell that one. on camera. But these are no smell. tan. Mm. They it look like clam candy chowder -ish candy. colored. Yeah, it does look like clam chowder. Yeah. All of today's no candy smell. is in, is brought to us by Archie McPhee. These are all Archie McPhee candies, but there's not much of a smell. Which concerns me because you know what they say about like gas, it's silent, like but deadly, like it concerns me. There's no initial odor. My stomach is already telling me no. Like my arm is trying to freeze up and say, Don't put this in your mouth. I Okay. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, one, I don't want to do it. Ooh. Oh, oh, bad. Oh, it's not good. It is, just to be honest, it is exactly right. It is a clam, oh, ma'am. a clam candy. I took a legit bite of this and there's no redemption from this. Oh my gracious. There's no going back. <laughs> I'm really thankful that Pastor Tracy last night ministered on restoration because my tongue needs it. Like this is so gross. I oh. just licked it once and it's still there. It's uh, not going thank, away. Thankfully it's got a little sweet to it. No. Bite uh, it, Mr. Kevin. I, <laughs> I think I'm smarter than that. Well, I decided to be all in for y'all. I need to recover. It, it gets a little bit better once you get the sourness of it. Like, it's it's really weird. I, I'm going to give that a thumbs down on that one. That this is definitely thumbs down. This is if you want, if you don't like your family at Christmas, you can hang that on the tree. That would be funny. That's the only reason you would yeah. ever need to get these. All and still, kids. that's cruel and unusual. And I'm, I'm trying to make it go away. <laughs> then let's move on to another. It's still in my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Ew. Okay. So clamdy cans or no. Guys, no. tell us in the comments if you think any of these candies are things that you're going to buy for Christmas for your people. Up next. No. We have we, three left, by the way, if you want to come up. And up next, we have another candy cane. And we are going to go with the bacon candy cane. So this is, this is the bacon candy cane. I am looking forward to that one. I am very excited. Bacon supposedly makes everything better. 
Again, no smell. Uh, this is a theory that Kevin Nowicki has. There's not much of a smell. It does look more normal, like color-wise. Like candy cane. Do you guys think that bacon candy canes are going to be good? Kevin Nowicki is very excited behind the camera, so he's going to get one of these yes, after the broadcast. Okay. I'm ready for this one. Cheers. <laughs> Three, two, one. Bite, bite it. Bite it. That was unfair. No. There you go. Tastes oh. like ham. I've never had ham candy. It does. It tastes like um, just like the the brown sugar, like honey baked hams. That's what it tastes like. I'm not, nice. I'm not tasting a lot of bacon, I have to say. Yeah, there's not much mm -mm. bacon. It's more ham. Mm -hmm. It's more just sugar with like a splash of pig. Then that's that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's a good way of saying it. Um, if you Pastor, gave a pig a bath in sugar, that's basically. Pastor Nicole says that it looks like a dog treat. Are you sure it's for humans? You know, Noelle would probably love these. I better check that. <laughs> no, that's true. It does kind of taste like. Yeah, it know. does kind of taste like a dog treat. It for sure <laughs> tastes like dog treats. When was the last time you tried a dog treat? When now was the last time? Because I don't know that. I what? don't want to answer that question. <laughs> it was no, probably more recent than it should be. Oh, it wasn't pickle. that recent ago. It was, I was just a toddler, but still old enough to know. Not very long ago. <laughs> For this one, obviously. That's true. No. Okay, now of the two, I'll take this all day yeah, over was, the, can, the clam thing. Oh, yeah. This was better. I may finish this. Like, Probably this better. isn't bad. I'm going to set that aside. I don't want to eat. pretty good. I don't want to eat the rest of it, mm -hmm. but I'm okay. So it just basically kind of tastes like sweet ham, but more yeah. sweet than ham. So, But overall, pretty good. Yes. That wouldn't be a terrible I I a give it a thumbs up. To a no, 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 it would not. Yeah. Mm -mm. Okay, up next, we have... Pickle candy, guys. Pickles are what we are learning here on the broadcast. Pickles are universal candy. Universal. Is what, or they're universal food. Like they go, mm -hmm. seem to go well with every concoction that we've had. I don't know if we've had one where it's been bad. Mm -hmm. I also can't show you the can of it because it's green and the green screen makes it really interesting. <laughs> um, but okay, pickle candy. Do you guys okay. feel good? Yes, I'm ready. Yes. Okay, three, two, one, here we go. Let us know in the comments if, mm. <laughs> That's weird. That is weird. That's, that's oh. really weird. Oh, it's definitely yeah. dill. Oh, bite it. No. No, but you should. <laughs> is there like a soft spot in the middle? Mm-mm. Nope. It, like, it wants to be dill, but it is so much candy yeah, that sweet. when you bite it, it's like a perfume of Ooh. dill up your nose. That's, um... That's something. Mm-hmm. You know, you wanted a pickle candy. It fits. It works. It's, it's not, not what I, I wanted, choose. though. My son loves I'm, pickles. Maybe he would like this. I'm oddly disappointed. <laughs> Me too. That pickle does not go with everything. No. That's not dill pickle enough for me. Like, too no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is way too sweet. It definitely needs to be more tart. For sure. So for me, it tastes okay, but for me personally, no. Mm. I'm going to go no to, because that was not very satisfying. Yeah, it was too candy. How are you biting it in half? You said bite it in half. I just said bite she it. She chewed it. Okay. Chewed it. We have one more, guys. One more, and then we are we're going to wrap up Food Mash for today. I saved the weirdest one for last, I think, and it's the one yes, with the most odor. Oh, baby. Lobster candy. Lobster candy. Oh, yeah. For those of you who watched 
um, our Facebook page. I'm glad you cut back to me as I'm spitting it out. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm spitting out the well, pickle yeah, one. That smells. We went and got lobster about a week ago, and this is probably not the same thing. I can promise you that was better than this will be. So do you guys think that lobster works in candy? It yes. definitely does smell like dog food, that's for sure. I mean, <laughs> this is all pre-made stuff. This is out there for the taking, yeah. so. You want to try it yourself, you can it's, order it online. Here we go, three, two, one, lobster candy. Oh, no. Not good. Oh, that's oh. not good. It definitely tastes like lobster. But the sweet? Not good. All of my breakfast about came up, guys. That was not good. You were about to see McDonald's. It is candy. It's still sweet. That was disgusting. Yes, it definitely this is, tastes like lobster. This is one of the worst aftertastes I've ever had in my mouth, and it's not even after yet. It's just one of the worst tastes. No, it's there. It's after. Mm. It's, it's not good. It's after. It's long well, after. Well, there are a lot of things out on the internet. Not all of them are good. No. This is the one I'm not finishing. It's gross. This Me is too. not... So what we've learned today is not all candy is created equal. If uh -oh. you have troublesome children in your neighborhood, hey. this could be the candy for them. Um, but no. if you love your kids, <laughs> this is probably not what you should do. None of this. No. Unless you video it. No. And okay. then send it to us. So and then yes. YouTube famous. So yes, I mean, either way. What is this? Well, this has been Food Mash. Thank y'all for being on. And now we are going to give it over to Abigail for what's good. What's good? If I get some water within the next five minutes, or thanks, buddy. <laughs> Welcome, buddy, as our guest host of What's Good for the last 0.2 seconds. Um, so, what's good is we survived. What's not good is probably my breath at this moment after eating that lobster candy. So, I hope you guys enjoyed that because I did not. Um, first of all, buddy mentioned for what's good is that. The first testimony we have is that his family still loves each other after their 48-hour trip in one van all the way from Pittsburgh to, is that where you said, from Pittsburgh? Yeah, to the Grand Canyon. So they still love each other. Praise God for that. His mercies are new every morning. Next up, we have a couple in our church who was needing an oil change. And also this week, they found out they were hearing something weird with their car, something that obviously needed to be fixed. And instead of getting all up and scared and everything, they just trusted in God. And they actually, someone gave them a free oil change. And while they were getting their free oil change, they got their car fixed for free. And stuff that they didn't even know was wrong with their car, the people found and fixed it for them for free. Just, it's because they trusted in God, they love God, and always, no matter what happens, 
God is bigger than your problems. God is bigger than any problems. So just rest and trust in him. That's amazing. We also have, so if you like pizza, if you like pineapple on pizza, then you can, you can, you know, feel for this couple. They ordered pineapple on their pizza from Pizza Hut so often that they got a favorite delivery pizza man. And this man happened to be 89 years old, working for Pizza Hut. And every time he would bring the pizza to their door, he'd say, hello, are you looking for some pizza? And just because he was older, it was adorable. So they loved it. And every time they ordered their pineapple pizza, they asked for him. And so they started videoing it because he was just really sweet. And they started posting it on the internet. And people thought it was so sweet that they all came together. They were able to raise $12,000 for this man. So he wasn't having to deliver pizza as an 89-year-old working the crazy hours that he was. It's amazing. 12000 that's a lot. That's a lot of money. So praise God for that. That's awesome. Also... One of my personal favorite testimonies of the week is Australian, Australian scientist, I about said Australian scientist. No, Australian scientists have fixed a problem that I did not know was happening, but they created a seaweed supplement for cows <laughs> that, um, well, it, it reduces their methane emissions by 80%. <laughs> so we're saving. They're saving the world one cow fart at a time. <laughs> I'm so happy about it. And that's it. So the cows are farting less in Australia, and the world is being slowly saved. Praise God. <laughs> so that is what I have for you today. But also, tonight and tomorrow night, we have Pastor Tracy Harris here with us at Boomerang Church. Get here if you can. That is amazing news. Tonight and tomorrow night at 6.30, we want to see you. So we'll see you guys later. And if you have any good news, any good news from your family, any good news you find on the internet, send it to us because we want to hear from you and maybe it'll be featured on our next episode of What's Good. We'll see you later. Bye. This is a powerful time where we are inviting you to make positive confessions, not just like happy confessions, but biblical confessions, to speak the Word of God over your life. We have two confessions for you today, but before we jump into them, I want to encourage you, like, I want to encourage you strongly. You know, don't just take these types of confessions that we have on the broadcast and then just leave it here, but confess the Word of God throughout the day. Let it, the Bible says in, in a... Joshua chapter 1, God told Joshua, never let, let my depart, let my word always be on your lips. So it's important for us to always be speaking out the word of God because we can confess it, you know, for these next two minutes, you know, all we want. But if we go throughout the rest of the day and we just speak and we undo it, you know, with our words, 
You know, we, we can undo it. So it's important as we are making these confessions today, as you're declaring these things over your life today, let it never leave your mouth. Declare these things throughout the day. De- make these confessions a part of your day. So I'm gonna, we're going to start off with our first confession of the day, if you'll put it up on the screen. Confession number one, and I want you to say this out loud with me. Say this, we walk in the full manifestation of our inheritance in Christ. I want, if you're watching online, put it in the comments and make it personal. Say this right now with me. I walk in the full manifestation of my inheritance in Christ. And now let's bring up confession number two. Confession number two for today. I, I am, oh, hello. This confession, what's the word? Confession number two, I am out of debt and I carry a debt canceling anointing and I flow in supernatural abundance for every good work. Put that in the comments. One more time. Let's declare this. Let's confess it. We are out of debt and carry a debt canceling anointing and we flow in supernatural abundance for every good work. For every good work. See, that's your inheritance. You walk. You walk in the full manifestation of your inheritance in Christ. You are out of debt and carry a debt-canceling anointing. And you flow in supernatural abundance for every good work. And I want to encourage you. Take those confessions. uh, Speak those over your life throughout the rest of the day. Never let the Word of God depart from your lips. And then you will prosper and succeed in all that you do. Uh, And that's biblical. These are all biblical confessions. So we... We want to thank you for joining us today for our time of confessions. We love you guys. Now, all oh men, now it's time for the part that you've been waiting for. We are diving into What's the Word. We have Brother Tracy Harris in the studio today with Pastor Brian. It's going to be a powerful word. We're going to be talking about how you can excel in your, as a Christian. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be supernatural. You're not going to want to miss it. So stay tuned. We're moving on with yeah, we're transitioning right over to, to Brother Tracy and Pastor Brian for What's the Word. Hey everybody, welcome to What's the Word. I have a special guest with me today, Brother Tracy Harris. Amen. Good to see you, Pastor. Yeah, glad Glad to to have you here. Amen. Amen. We just welcome you. If you haven't shared the broadcast already, just please go ahead and share it. And uh, we love that you're here. We're talking about some good stuff today. We're also having some good meetings. Uh, Uh, Man, we had a great meeting last night. We did. I was thrilled with it. Amen. uh, Main thing is, is we're here to glorify the King, yes. the King of all kings. And yeah. if He can manifest Himself and glorify Himself in our midst, yes. 
Hallelujah. Amen. That's what he did last night and he what he'll continue to do. I loved watching people as they just received what God had for them. Coming through you last night, it was awesome. And so, hey, listen, we're going to have meetings tonight and tomorrow night here at Boomerang Church at 6.30 p.m. Come get here. If you're within an hour, two hours, three hours, four hours, you're close enough. Come and be a part. One word can change your life. And, and that's that's what we're seeing. I'm just excited about it. We, I, we had a great meeting last oh, night. It did. was good. And it's going we to be did. awesome. Well, you know, one of the things we might want to, uh, it's funny because the word bait sounds almost like a temptation. And that's on the demonic side. We, right. don't, we don't serve right. the devil on any level. Yeah. But maybe we want to just tease him a little yeah. bit. Create some hunger. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. We create some hunger and some thirst. That'd be a better yes. biblical way to say it. I want to create a little thirst in you. Yes. Uh, the next two nights, if you can watch it, if you're in the area, you need to be here. Yeah. There's nothing quite like being in the assembly, experiencing that anointing. Yes. But if you're not yes. in the area, it's just impossible for you to. I really want to encourage you to be a part of these meetings. And the reason that I do is because in the airplane coming here, yeah. the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me sovereignly. And uh, I'm sure he'll give it a much more uh, prophetically edged title. I just it just came up in me to teach the people uh, out of First John four how to try the spirits. Yeah. Beloved, believe Amen. not every spirit. We're talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit, how to hear His voice, and if there is ever a time. In fact, let me just give this word to the people that are watching that Amen. may not have been there. Um, and I'll get into this tonight. Yeah. So I just want to say one thing and then uh, not to derail the flow of actually what this particular lunch plush is about. Mainly because in my heart, with what you shared with me was on your heart, I believe it leads right into it. Amen. But uh, it's 1 Corinthians 14 where the Apostle Paul is ministering to the church who has a lot of gifts, a lot of gifts of utterance and things that they think of the Holy Spirit, but they're out of order. And he's writing here not to in any way quench the flow of the Spirit, but to set it in order where the flow of the Spirit wouldn't just be the fluff of the gifts and the experience, but it would be the manifestation of its result, which is the manifestation yeah. of the miracles, the signs, the wonders, the blessing, the maturity in Christ, really kingdom dominion, the victorious manifestation in the life of a believer. And so he sets the gifts in order because the Holy Spirit is the agent of the anointing that breaks every yoke, and he is the leader into our inheritance. So because of that, there's a statement here that I wanted to read, and I'll get into it tonight uh, in the flow of the meetings as we're building three nights and a mighty set of Holy Ghost meetings. Yeah. Oh, my, my, my. But he says here in 1 Corinthians 14, there are, verse 10, it may be so many kinds of voices in the world. Yeah. Notice in the world. And uh, many years ago, I, I read this and meditated on this, and I saw this phrase. There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world, and none of them is without signification. It's really interesting. Yeah. That's, a, that's an interesting word. Yeah. King James, signification. It literally is the Greek word for dunamis. Whoa. Ability, dynamite, power. Huh. And so it's the same word that flowed out of Jesus when the woman with issue of blood touched him. Yeah. Virtue, dunamis, flowed out of me. Where we get our, our English word dynamite. What people don't know is that there's a power source behind every voice. Yes, yes. And so, there's, so when, when you're following a voice, if you don't know the source of the voice, you yes. don't know what power you're under. 
Yeah, that's you right. You don't know what authority is, is issuing that, that voice. Yeah. And uh, so I just wanted to uh, uh, make you hungry a little bit. I'm not really <laughs> going to talk to you about that right now. You're going to have to tune in tonight and tomorrow night because it's very important. Because it's going to be said, awesome. That's right. He yeah. said, as many as are, come on in here. Bring that to me. <laughs> this makes me really happy right now. I don't know about you, but I think you can tell we're at peace and patient and comfortable, and Thank you. Uh, we're going to have a cup of coffee around the word. <laughs> Sounds good. Does that sound good to yes, you? Yes, sir. Awesome. So I just wanted to encourage the people. I'm going to get into that tonight, and I'm going to talk about the different power sources yes. behind the voices and how to recognize what voice you're hearing yes. so that in these last days, more than ever, you won't be deceived. That I think a lot of times there's so many voices. There, truly today, voices are everywhere. Right now, yes. we're offering a voice. Yes, yes. The Lord told so, me years ago. You know what right. I just did? I, I just <laughs> baptized the table. In case you don't know, we're in the baptism mode right here. <laughs> the Lord told me years ago, he said, uh, he said, you need to watch the influence on things. Everything was created with an influence on it. And, and in this manner of speaking, with a voice and a power. Signification. Yes, a power that backs it. Yeah. And if you don't know that influence on it, it can well, lead you astray. I'll tell you what. Let's, uh, not that we're going to go down this track much more, <laughs> but let's just read one verse because I'm quite sure we'll get in this verse as well in the flow. It's Colossians chapter 2. But in Colossians chapter 2, Oops, wrong way. it says in verse 6, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him. You know, uh, now remind me again what was really on your heart for this broadcast. What, what is the subject matter of this broadcast? Because this yeah. is playing right into it. Well, every, I feel like so many believers are sitting out there going, you know, I really want to go to the next level, but I don't know how to get there, or I don't know what practical steps to take. And that's, that was what the Lord brought up to me this morning for us to talk about is what steps do we need to take to go from where we are, whether it be a baby Christian who just now sure. came to Jesus or somebody who's been walking with the Lord for a long, long time. How do we go to that next level? Absolutely. And here, in keeping with what you were talking about, about all the yeah. influences and the voices, here it says, As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, Colossians 2, 6, so walk ye in him. Yeah. Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught. Now, I know that people are watching Lunch Plus. They may not have the Bible in front of them. Right. But I'm being a little systematic here. Yep. Because I want them to understand that we read right over the top of the scripture like we're skipping a rock across the top of the water. And this is a spiritual book that has eternal layers yes. of God's wisdom upon which all three realms of heaven, earth, and under the earth operate. In here are the laws yes. that govern the propulsion yes. of the universe God created. Amen. This is, the, the, in here... Oh, well, I won't have time to get into that. But, I mean, there is, there is no scientific manual. Astrophysicists and what they've studied can only write about what they've discovered. They cannot write from the source of the author that created it to right. do what it does. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. Let's hold our finger there. Okay. You're talking about how can we be better Christians. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got a statement here. Let's go to Zechariah 12. I want to share with them as we're going there too. You know, many yesterday I was talking very plainly about attacks on the body, and uh, I was having 
issues with my sinuses yesterday and attack in that. I want you to know this morning woke up completely healed, completely clear, no no pain, no nothing, no drainage. It was awesome. And uh, so that's exactly what we were talking about yesterday is it's not that the devil will never attack you, but when he attacks you, what do you do? How do you go after it? And instantly that healing came last night. It was beautiful. So. Isn't that glorious? Amen. And that's... Uh, it's a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. More tonight. And, uh, we're so excited. Yeah, absolutely more tonight. <laughs> uh, Zechariah 12, 1. Now, you can find this also in Isaiah 42. Uh, we're not going to have time on this program to go to all these verses. But basically, I want to mention something about the spiritual capacity of a man. David said in Psalm 8, What is man that you are mindful of him, the son of man that you would visit him? Oh, I see. You set him over all the works of your hands. Yes. Listen to what it says here in Zechariah 12. The burden of the word of the Lord for Israel, saith the Lord, which stretcheth forth the heavens. He flung the stars into space. And lays the foundations of the earth. And look at this third thing. And formeth the spirit of man that is within him. Mm -hmm. Now what Zechariah said, and Isaiah said the same thing is that it took as much creative energy, as much dominion and power, as much yeah. of God himself to make man's spirit as it did the sum total of the creative power it took him to fling the stars into space and to lay the foundations of the earth. The Bible says he stretched out the heavens and he can cover it with the span of his hand. And of course, we don't have time to talk about the scientific aspect of light, the light was, and boom. Now for 6,000 years, the expanse of the hundreds of millions of galaxies. And he can darken it like that. This is our God. Yeah. Now he created man in his image. And just think of it. Man had to have at least the same spiritual capacity in him as it took God to create the earth and all the heavens. Yes. If he is going to rule, govern, and dominate everything from the throne of God down. Yes. Man has the spiritual capacity of a man is equal to the sum total of the very dominion that God took to establish his own kingdom. And he took all of that energy, the sum total of the combined energy it took to create the heavens and the earth and combined it and created man's spirit to Shoot. rule it. How are we made? <laughs> okay. What is a man? Yeah. See, and here's the problem, and I'm going to talk about just to the average believer who can't even conceive what I just said. The number one problem with the growth of almost all believers is the lack of revelation that they are a spirit. Yeah. One of the greatest things that any believer could ever do to begin to walk in victory is understand they're not a body. This body's temporary. They live inside a body, but yeah. they're a three-part being like God. Yeah. They are a spirit, they have a soul, they live in a body, and that this body's not you. And the day you get a revelation that the real you lives inside this house, and that you were given dominion to dominate the dirt of the earth, and your this is made out of the dust. The first piece of dirt you gotta put your foot on is this right here. Yeah. And you can do it. Therefore, feelings, that's what we're talking about, a power source behind a voice. Yeah. Feelings has a power source behind it. Yes. It's the voice of the body. Yes. Reason has a power source behind it. It's the voice of the intellect. That's but the good. Holy Ghost, the conscience, yes. has a power source behind it. Yes. It's the voice of that recreated human spirit. 
And that's the part of you with which nothing is impossible. Yes. Out of the heart flow the forces of life. And most people are not aware that we're to live life from the inside out, not the outside in. We don't take life as it comes at us. Because when Jesus prayed, and, and, and I want you to speak to this when I finish this statement. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. That is an indication from the Lord of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords that not everything that's done on earth is the will of God. Right. See, this, this absolutely unbiblical super sovereignty teaching that everything that happens is because God willed it is a lie. That's right. That is not true. That's right. And that teaching may, okay, I know you got PhDs on the wall and, 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 and you're going to a church right. where you think that the pastor knows what he's talking about, but I'm just telling you, Jesus told them, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. And when he said that to them, these are the, 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 higher, these are the teachers, the religious teachers of the day. And many times he said things like, he said, by your own laws and traditions, you make the word of God of none effect. You honor me with your mouth, but your heart is far from me. And then he said of them, one time they got on the boat. And they had fed 20,000 people, and then, and then uh, 15,000 people had two major miracles of multiplying bread. And he said to them, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. And the disciples were so actually dense at that time. They said, ah, he's upset because we brought no bread on the boat. <laughs> and he said, don't you remember when I multiplied yeah, the bread for yeah. 20,000? You think I'm upset because you didn't bring any bread. Do you still not understand yeah. what I'm saying? Beware the leaven of the Pharisees. And suddenly, bing, revelation came. Oh, their doctrine. Yeah. Beware of their doctrine and the Bible. We'll talk about it tonight. The, the Bible says seducing spirits yeah. are behind the doctrines of devils. Did you know devils are master teachers? <laughs> and they actually have doctrines. And they're so subtle and so deceiving, they pawn themselves off as a right-sounding voice. Yes. But the voice behind it is a demon. It's yes. not even just a bad idea. It's not just even a social yes. agenda. It's a demon. Yeah. And that's the thing that people don't understand, that, that whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. So if you can't know that it's born of the Spirit of God, you've already know the end result of it. Because Jesus said, every plant my heavenly Father has not planted will be rooted up. So it really doesn't matter because Satan can't cast out Satan. So nothing from this world or from the flesh can deliver you from this world or from the flesh. You've got to get something from another world that has authority over this world, and that comes in you first. Yeah. And then it will dominate your flesh and dominate your world. But you can't do that unless you know the spiritual capacity of a man. And so for a person to grow in Christ, one of the first things they've got to do is realize they're a new creature. Yes. Old things are passed away, and you learn how to put this new man on. Yeah. It's not your mind that's born again, so you got the same old stinking thinking. Yep. It's not your body that's born again, so you have the same yeah. old feelings and, and, and limits. But if you can get your mind renewed, you can get your life transformed. It's the real you. Yeah. It's the inside you. The one that's looking at these windows we call eyes and hearing through these gates we call ears. That real you is an eternal yes. spirit. Yeah. When you get born again, you have more power than you ever dreamed. You're more righteous than you ever thought you could be. You're stronger than you ever even fathomed you could be. Literally, you can dominate everything coming at you if you only knew. Yes. That's why people perish. They perish for lack of knowledge. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, I guess the point I want you to speak to is what Jesus said, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. So that means... Jesus' theology was not everything that's done on earth, not everything we encounter on earth is the will of God. 
Or he wouldn't say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done yes. in earth as it is in heaven. And God doesn't have two different wills. So clearly he wants it. He wants heaven on earth. Yes. But not everything we're experiencing is like heaven on earth. But we have the authority to change earth. Yes. To start looking like heaven. That's yes. the thing. And that's what most people don't know. They don't know that, that they have authority as a believer. And the verses you, well, first thing, put this in and uh, put this in the comments. Says step one is learn how to put on the new man to grow to be a better Christian. Number one step, learn how to be a better man. And, uh, you know, last night you were talking in 2 Corinthians 5 and you said, oh, yeah. it, it goes on to say, we are ambassadors. So our voice should only be. Our voice should only be, hey, and we just got our 100th comment too. That's Ashley Melton. You just won the gift card for today. So we, awesome. we love you, Ashley. It's so good to see you. Um, so we are an ambassador. Ambassador only says what the leader of that kingdom oh, says. And so if we don't know, I loved what you just said about the voices. The voice of the intellect is that logic, you know. The, the reason. Yeah, the so reason. Actually, I, I didn't mean to butt in here, but... If they'll study, if they'll just take a little time and study Ezekiel 28 and find out that Satan was originally created as an angel, yeah, an archangel, in not in charge of, but operating within and responsible for the covering yeah. of the glory, the economia of heaven. Yeah. And he says he corrupted, specifically, the prophet says, here's what got him kicked out of heaven. He corrupted wisdom with reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's specifically what it says. That's how most of the church has been living is in reason. Because they think they're going to get a spiritual yeah. manifestation out of the intellectual realm. It can't happen. The mind cannot yeah. produce divine encounters. Yeah. The, yeah, the worldly philosophies, vain deceit. This is not how it comes. It comes through the anointing. And that's yeah. the word of the Holy Ghost. That, that breath of the Holy Ghost coming through us. The and preceding word. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's what I was, I was getting at is in, as an ambassador, we can only say, we should only say what he says. And so we can have the voice of the flesh, the voice of reason, or we can have the voice of the spirit man. And when we start listening to the Holy Spirit minister to our spirit, we will tap into the fullness of the power that we were created to, and we will start to change oh, the absolutely, earth. Absolutely. Let me, uh, why don't we go down this track for a second? Just a thought here, because what you just said. I'm following you. No, no, we're following the Holy Ghost. Amen. Uh, John chapter 3. There's, there's two, uh, two verses I'd like to look at. People wonder why, you know, they try this stuff. Well, first of all, Ephesians uh, or Hebrews 11 is very clear about this. You don't try faith. <laughs> faith is something you do. That's right. The Bible says that by faith, Moses went through the Red Sea, which the Egyptians, King James now, say A-S-S-A-Y-I-N-G. It's an old English word, trying, yeah. saying to do, we attempted to, which the Egyptians are saying to do drowned. You try faith, you're sunk already. Yeah. Faith isn't something you kind of stick your toe in and try. Uh, <laughs> faith operates from that place of absolute confidence and full persuasion. And doubt, so, so doubt will contaminate it. And, and so <clears throat> when we're talking about this, you mentioned about being an ambassador. Yeah. First of all, an ambassador is from, another, uh, is from another country. So what that means is the laws of the government of the country he's come yes. from is what governs his life. That's right. So let's just take an, an ambassador from Germany to America who has the Autobahn. 
He doesn't get speeding tickets in America because he's not governed by American speeding laws. He's governed by the laws that govern the speed in Germany. He lives right. here, but he won't get an American ticket. Right. He can't be stopped for speeding in America because he's an ambassador for Germany because right. he lives here, but he's operating under different laws. Yeah. And uh, he represents that country. Yes. And so as we look at this, John 3, Jesus said, and this is a powerful verse, verse 34, for he whom God has sent speaketh the words of God, for God giveth not the Spirit by measure to mm -hmm. him. Now what that means is the reason Jesus walked in the fullness, the absolute fullness of the Word of God, it says, for since, in the Amplified Classic, for since he whom God sends, he whom God has sent, speaks the words of God, then God does not give him his Spirit sparingly or by measure, but boundless is the gift God makes of his Spirit. <laughs> I found in ministering by the power of the Holy Ghost that I actually hinder the power when I add my own words to it. I delude yes. it. Yes. Sometimes you can give me one word or five words. If I don't say those words, yes. if I'll say those words or do exactly what it shows me to do, whoo, man, it's like it's just a laser. But if I add my own words, add my own opinion, try to convince the people that I've heard from God, yeah. okay, then it, it, it takes that philosophy, my idea. It's actually the fear of man. Yes. Because you're appealing to the intellect and not the spirit. So what happens is you're not saying only in exactly what he said, and the spirit gets measured out based upon which are the words he said. Yes. So you get 100% of the measure of it if you say only the words he yes. says. The reason Jesus operated in such instant miracles is he only said what the Spirit said. Yes, yes. And so what we have to understand is, is that ambassador speaks from another country. Yes. Now I'd like to say it this way. A second verse to that is in the book of Revelation. And it says in Revelation 22, I, I really like this, verse 17, it says, And the Spirit and the bride say come. That's good. So let him that heareth say come. And the Lord said to me, now notice, three people are saying come. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. And so it's really interesting that he is saying here, and the Lord said to me, here's why the body of Christ isn't having what they need. They're not saying the same thing the Spirit's saying. Yes. He said to me, when the bride starts saying the same thing the Spirit's saying, Yes. and those that hear what the Spirit is saying, however it comes through the church, are saying the same thing, Boom, then it'll come. Yes. They can take the water freely. But until we agree with heaven, yes. Amos 3.3 3 says, Can any two walk together except they're agreed? No possible way to walk with God and be in disagreement with Him. Yes. Yes. So how can God say, You're the righteousness of God in Christ, and you say, I'm an old unworthy worm, and there be any power? Because you're literally lying about yourself. Yes. Because you're not speaking the truth. Because God cannot lie. And if you don't agree with what he said about you, no matter how you feel, that's why it is so important to know that this book right here is the voice of the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes. That's one of the most critical components to get revelation of. Yes. Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit, they are life. Yes. Therefore, when you're speaking the word, no matter how you feel about it, no matter what you think about it, yeah. you're speaking the truth. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if I'm just racked with pain. The Word says, by his yes. I was healed. So for me to say I'm healed, even with a symptom present, 
is telling the truth. Yes. See, now, therein goes all the way back to what am I? Am I a body or am I a spirit? Yes. Because if I am a body, then I am lying about it. Because if I am a body and I say I am healed. Yes. And my body still has pain, well, then I am lying about it. Yes. But I'm not a body. Right. This is the house I live in. I am yes. a spirit. According to Mark eleven twenty four, I am healed. Yes. And as I believe that, the scripture says in Proverbs 4, out of my heart, out of the real me, yes. will flow the life-giving streams. Yes. The word will become medicine to all my flesh. Yes. People really don't understand how divine things work. And if they did, it wouldn't be so confusing. Yeah. Healing doesn't come on a person. It comes in a person. Yeah. We receive healing, and then our spirit disseminates it to our body. That's why so many times we could get in a Holy Spirit meeting and lay hands on the sick, and the power of God could be ripping, and the glory of God, whack, man, they hit the floor, and they're laying there shaking, and then they get up, and the symptoms are all still there. What just happened? Well, healing came, but healing wasn't received. Yeah. Yeah. See, God, okay, let me say it this way. That whole Roman garrison in the Garden of Gethsemane, whom seek ye? Jesus of Nazareth. I am Iguami. <laughs> Man, they f- now this, this defeated Savior yeah. had to stand there and wait till the Roman army got up to take him captive. Right. The power of God, the glory of God blew a whole Roman garrison backward on the ground. Yeah. It came on them. The glory came on them. But not one of them received anything. They didn't receive him as Savior. Right. So just because the power comes on somebody at the altar and blows them backward and throws them in the chairs doesn't mean they're going to get up healed. That's right. Because receiving is not done on the outside of a person. Yes. It's done inside. Yes. Many times the power of God's come on people. Many. Many. I mean, think about Elisha. A whole army was stricken blind. He led them back into Samaria. Yeah. And none of that army got healed. But the power of God was sitting on them. Yeah. Elamus the sorcerer. Yes. Boom! Power of God fell on him. Yes. Because Paul spoke to him under the influence of the Spirit. But Paul is operating in the Spirit and received something. So did Sergius Paulus, the civil leader. But Elamus the sorcerer was shut down by the same power. Why? Yes. Because he wasn't open to receive it. Yes. But it did come on him. Yes. So a lot of times the power comes on people. And you wonder, well, why didn't they get something? Well, because they didn't receive it. Yes. There's, there's an element of yielding ourselves to the power that's there or still resisting it. And many times what we're doing is we're not looking to the witness from the Word or the witness right. from the Holy Ghost. We're looking at the witness in our flesh, right. which again is a voice right. of a corrupted flesh. Or we're looking at wow. the witness of the reason. And that's what people, people lay on the ground like, okay, did I get it? Did I get it? And I'll tell you, like last night, you laid hands. I prayed for myself yesterday morning, praying for that sickness to go. You laid hands on me yesterday. I just had sinuses that sure. were bothering me. I prayed for it. But I'll tell you, after the service yesterday morning, even after last night, I did not feel healed in my body. But I wasn't taking the voice of my flesh as the witness or the truth. That didn't matter. I went home and I, I said, Lord, thank you so much for healing me and woke up healed. Yeah, that's just it. That restoration was working in my body. I'm not taking that as a witness. I'm not taking that as a voice. And that's learning to put on that new man because I knew on the inside of me that I had the Holy Ghost writing this scripture that by his stripes I'm healed. Well, let's talk about this. 
<laughs> Let's talk about the natural. Yeah. People, they'll go to the doctor and they'll get an antibiotic and it'll say take uh, three times a day for seven days or 10 days. Okay. Yep. They don't go home and take one pill and then by noon, if they don't feel any better, well, I guess this antibiotic isn't working and throw it away. Yeah. No, they believe the doctor. In fact, the doctor said, this will work, and you should expect yes. to begin to be better. If you're not, you need to come back and see me. So good. Something's not right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. But they don't, like, feel their self 30 minutes after they take the first pill and say, oh, it's not working. I guess what he told I me wasn't true. I guess what he told me wasn't true. Yeah. That's <laughs> such a lower form of faith. Yes. Yeah. They have faith in a man. And they're going to get a man's results. Yes. Oh, but glory be to God. And see, and that's the, the resistance comes from that reason realm. I keep thinking that the Lord's taken us this direction, it seems like, in things you're yeah. saying and things the Holy Spirit is saying. Because we got about 10 minutes. Oh. <laughs> keep going. 10 minutes, and, and then we're going to give them a chance to sow because we want to bless your ministry uh, as well. So. You know what? Let me, let me sow some word into them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me well, just we do got, that. We'll just keep we rolling. Got Whatever. <laughs> they know what to do they, uh, if they want to. If they want to, they can do yeah. their thing. I'm not, I'm not here we to We got receive. 15, and then we got to get ready for your broadcast. Well, listen, hey, as we're going into this, right after this, uh, Brother Tracy has his broadcast called The Dividing Line. So we're going to start right at uh, 12 o'clock your time, but 1 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, so it'll be 10 minutes after we finish. So. Well, I'll tell you what, then. I'm going to make this. Uh, I'm not going to do rapid fire. This isn't like rapid rounds or whatever. <laughs> but, well, it's, uh, but, you know, when, in 2 Corinthians 10, the Apostle Paul talked about strongholds. Yeah. And he doesn't mention one word about demons. He talks about the weapons of our warfare are not physical. Weapons of flesh and blood, they're mighty through God. But in verse 5, he says, and this is Amplified Classic. I want to say it this way because people hear imaginations and high things that exalt the self right. against the knowledge of God. They gloss right over that. Paul says, the anointing is on me. And here's the way the Amplified Classic reads. We refute arguments and mm. theories and reasonings. Yes. Of every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we lead every thought and purpose away captive to the obedience of Christ the Messiah, being in readiness to punish every insubordinate for his disobedience. Insubordinate what? Thought, reason, whatever. You've got to yeah. take that thing. You've got to just tell it. Oh, no, that's a, that's a rebellious thought. I am healed too. Yes. You're not going to rebel yes. and stay sick because it says I am healed. Yes. You've got you to get ready to punish that thing. Yes. yes. I told my body many times, if you don't shut up, you're going to fast for three days. <laughs> Because I don't eat when I'm hungry, or when you say I'm hungry, I, I yes. eat when I tell you to eat. Yes. Because I'm in this body. This body isn't me, and I'm not going to die tomorrow if I don't get lunch. Yes. You're not going to rule me from yes. my hunger. You're not going to rule me from my passions. You're not going to rule me from my lust. My God is not my belly. My God is yes. glory be to God. Yes. Woo! I desire the necessary word for food, yes. more than food for my lips. You, See, you can't let your body rule you. No. Because if you get body ruled, it's the law of sin and death, you're going to die. So here's the thing. Let's go back to Colossians real quick. And, and, I want to, and then I want you to kind of take us on out. You've got some stuff to say. And I want you to talk to it. If you're talking about how a believer can grow and whatever. Colossians 2, verse 6, we read it already. But by the time we get down, he says, verse 7, Rooted and built up in him, established in the faith as you have been taught 
abounding therein with thanksgiving. Verse 8, beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. After the tradition of men and the rudiments. See that word rudiments? Yes. After the rudiments of this world and not after Christ. It's very interesting because the NIV and other translations, they, they catch this word rudiment. It means elemental forces, the word forces, that are driving the world's system. So the NIV says the spirits that order or rule the world. So what he's saying is the way the world operates, and this is what Jesus told Peter when he said, get thee behind me, Satan, you're not thinking like God thinks, you're thinking like men think. The way normal men think, the way the world operates is actually authored by a demon. Spirit of Antichrist, it's the demon spirit, spirit of the world. So consequently, these philosophies, these social agendas, these reasonings, these theories, these high things, they're not only strongholds, they're demonically based. Yes. And uh, if you read back through here, you'll see what, what did Jesus taught. As you have been taught, what have you taught? Uh, uh, taught rooted in the faith. So evidently Jesus taught faith. Yes. And he goes on to say that we have all authority, for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you're completing him, which is the head of all principality and power. So that being said, I want to flip over one chapter and read, one, read two verses, uh, Colossians 3, verse 9 and 10. Okay. Actually, let's just read verse 10. You talked about putting on the new man. So everybody that's watching today, everybody that's watching today, if you're going to grow in Christ, if you really want to develop a lifestyle where you're stable, rooted, walking in consistent victory, where no weapon formed against you will prosper, then you're going to have to grow up spiritually. Yes. That's about the only way I can describe it. Yes. Paul talked about divisions and strivings in 1 Corinthians. We don't need to get into that. But when you're always arguing and touchy and fretful and resentful, you don't have the love command, you're not walking by faith, you've got a short fuse, you're a spiritual baby, you're on milk. Yeah. To be on the meat of the word, Hebrews 5 says, that we have to get acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. Yes. We don't have time to get in that in 10 minutes. But the point <laughs> is that we have to get a revelation that we are the righteousness of God in Christ. It is that revelation that Romans 1 says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, it's the power of God to my deliverance. Verse 17, for therein the righteous which is of God is revealed. A gospel that reveals no righteousness carries no power to deliver. People who don't know that they're the righteous of God in Christ will not believe they have authority to dominate that thing. They think that they have to put up with it because they did it and I'm ashamed of it and I'm living by what I did. We don't live by what we did, we live by what he did. Yes. And, and what I want you to see here is here's how we put on the new man. This is the whole thing. If we only had 10 minutes, if I had one way to tell you to grow up in God, it is Colossians 3.10. You have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Yes. Now, I was meditating that one day, and the Lord said to me, a born man will carry the dominion of his father, but a a created man will carry the dominion of his creator. Yes. You were recreated in Christ Jesus. You might have been born to a natural father. You might have been born in sin, but you've been born again. You carry a different dominion now. What you've got to figure out is who you are now. And the way that comes is by revelation. You put on this new man by getting your mind renewed in the knowledge after the image of him that created him. Find out what happened to you and what belongs to you when you were recreated. Get renewed, get your mind renewed to who you are in Christ. 
And when you find out who you are in Christ, you say, I am that. Yes. I am washed. I am redeemed. I am cleansed. I am blessed. I am prospered. I do have authority. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. He's dealt to every man the measure of faith. I do have the faith to move a mountain. I, I am everything he says I am. Amen. Now, when you get your mind renewed, according to Romans 12, your life will be transformed. Yes. You can prove out the will of God, and you can keep growing and growing and growing. So I just want to encourage you. Brother Kenneth Hagin, a great spiritual father, made this statement. He said the most spiritual men he ever knew were men that spent time consistently meditating in the Word of God. The Word of God, we don't have time to get into this today, but it will expand your capacity to believe. Yes. It is the voice of the Holy Spirit. It, it's a living document. It'll talk to you. Yes. And it's like a seed. In it's everything you need. It has the power to produce itself. So if you can get the Word in your heart, your heart and mouth can get the Word into your world. So get the Word in you, and it itself will begin to make you yes. to become what it's assigned for you to do. So yes. I really just want to encourage you today, get your mind renewed. Amen. People perish for lack of knowledge, so find out who you are in Christ. Amen. I was, as you're saying that, you know, you're saying what we need is knowledge of the new man and to put it on. I just, I just ministered a message a couple weeks ago at our Holy Spirit service, if you want to go look at it. And I went through step by step, basically the process and showing how this society and even the church in America has truly sought knowledge first, expecting it to bring power and the, and, the, and the anointing instead of seeking the anointing and the presence in the word, in worship, oh, in prayer. And it says, 1 John 2.20 says this. Uh, <clears throat> let me find it. Here we go. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, mm -hmm. and you all know, and you know. The King James says, you have an unction, mm -hmm. and you know. Showing us that the knowledge that we need of the new man, a spiritual knowledge, a, a knowledge that will suffice to the to the largeness and vastness of a spirit made in the image and uh, likeness of God is only going to come through an anointing that God will bring by relationship. And a verse that we've been uh, spending a lot of time on, and the Lord's been having me, is Acts 17, 28. And it says, in him we live and move and have our being. That's exactly what Brother Tracy was just saying. If you want to go to the new, a new level, it sounds like it's so simplistic. Just get into fellowship with God. Spirit-led worship, spirit-led word, spirit-led prayer. Uh, you know, and don't be biased to what you've always thought that you thought was true. Let, lay those doctrines on the altar of God and let God kill the ones that need killing. And the ones that will remain are the ones that are true. But be willing to take what you think you know, that you thought I was dirty, filthy rags, and find out that you're made the righteousness of God in Christ. Find out how to put on that new man. Let the anointing, not only when they get in this word, like what you were talking about, they are diving into the anointing of God. Oh, absolutely. But not if they carry a bias with them. If they, if they go in, he says, you will seek for me and find me when, in Jeremiah when you search for me with all of your heart. And so when we go into that word with a lack of bias, with a lack of thinking we already know something, but a humility that says, Holy Spirit, you're my teacher. Show me what I need to know today. I'm not going to hold anything back from you. And then not right. only this anointing, 
but the anointing that God will put on a man, on a woman of God, and come into a service Absolutely. and get in, dive into that anointing and yield to that anointing, all of a sudden knowledge will come. That's something, yeah. I don't know if you heard this last night, but as, as we were wrapping up, I, I said, I really sense that on these meetings, God is going to release knowledge of what you need to do. Oh, absolutely. And, and if you look at that verse, in Him we live and move and have our being. In Christ and in fellowship with Him, we live, we have life to the full till it overflows. We move. In order to move, you have to know where to go, and you have to be empowered to get there, and you have to have uh, wisdom or guidance to avoid the traps. So if in Him we live and move, that means He will tell you everything that you need to know. He will grow you up into putting on that new man. The key is spending time in Him. In Him we live and move, and we have our being. I loved what you said last night is, if it doesn't exist, God will bring it into being. He will create it. And that's what He's saying in Christ. When we get in Him and fellowship and intimacy with Him, He will bring into being whatever needs to be brought into Absolutely. being with the same power that said, light be. Mm-hmm. That, same, that same power to create will be there for our lives and what we need. And so that's phenomenal. as we're looking at this, how we can be a better Christian, get into the anointing. Move into the place that God has for you. Move into intimacy. Get yourself under the anointing. Get yourself under the anointing. Do not wait. Get yourself under the anointing. Can I read this word? This this came to my son. I've told there's a whole new generation of believers rising up. Yes. I know we got like one minute or less. This word came on the morning of the 4th of September 2020. And uh, I don't have time to get into the details of it. Let me just read it to you. Power God's all over it. This is from my youngest son uh, who's at home ministering the gospel with us. The Lord woke him up, gave him John 4 about the harvest is white. And the Lord spoke and said, Calling all workers to the fields I called white to smite all the darkness and bring forth the light. A new era has come, a new stage in my story, where no man will be blind to the sea of my glory. So rise up and go, you harvested ones. The work of ages has merely begun. Bring forth your sickle and reap all the grain. For my sons and my daughters have new siblings to gain. If you'll be faithful in this, my son will return, taking his bride to himself, making all evil ones burn. But I need you to join me if we're going to win it. So calling all harvesters, race to the finish. For the end of all ages has come upon man, and escape from my judgment no fleshly thing can. My kingdom is coming to earth like a flash, and evil ones from its wake already they dash. I long to turn earth into a branch of my home, where lion and lamb together they roam. So pray for the harvesters, and in this you will please us. So prepare yourselves, mortals, for the reign of King Jesus. So I'm telling you, he's on the way. Yes. You need to rise up and grow up today. A new generation delivers is being born. Amen. And you can just get a seed every day over Lunch Plus. You better, you better share this program. <laughs> Amen. Amen. If you haven't shared it, share it. We're going to sign off here in just a second. We're going to be right back on Brother Tracy's dividing line. We're going to be praying. 
the, the, the dividing line, dividing between what should be and what needs to be in God. We're going to pray it out, the will of God to be done on the earth in Jesus' name. And tonight at Boomerang at 6.30, uh, get here. If you are too far away, watch it. The power of God, the anointing is going to flow. We love you. Amen. Here's Barrett, and uh, y'all have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow here at 11.30. So good. Oh my goodness. If you haven't done it yet, share the broadcast right now. That was so powerful. God is so good. And we're so blessed to have you watching with us today. We hope that you were blessed as well. Share the broadcast. It's going to be a good one. And we'll be back tomorrow. As you guys know, brand new time, 1130 AM. It's so good. Make plans to be with us tomorrow morning for a brand new live episode of Lunch Plus with the one and only brother, Tracy Harris. He's back again tomorrow. It's going to be so good. We love you. If you can get here tonight, get here. Have a great rest of your day. Love you tons and tons. See you tomorrow.